You are listening to Smart Women's Dating Podcast, episode number 41. Welcome to Smart Women's Dating Podcast. I am your host, certified life coach Lærke Nielsen, and I help smart, independent women attract the love they deeply desire without having to chase or settle. This podcast will give you the mindset, tools, and insights you need to finally crack the code to your love life. Are you ready? Then let's go. Hey there, how do you feel about expectations in dating and relationships? Maybe you think you don't actually have that many expectations, but are you often disappointed with the men you are dating? Or have you often been disappointed in past relationships? The level of disappointment is a direct measure of the level of your expectations. We are only disappointed with other people because we have expectations to them and we are attached to these expectations. And one of the biggest reasons for problems and the biggest cause of suffering in dating and relationships is expectations. Unspoken expectations, unrealistic expectations, and unaligned expectations. In this episode, I'm going to share with you the life coach point of view on expectations. What to do with expectations in a dating and relationship context, why being attached to our expectations is a problem, and the upsides of letting them go. Because I promise you, once you become good at letting them go, and I'm not saying perfect, right? We all have work to do in this area. But once you manage to catch yourself in having expectations and then letting them go, you will not only set the other person free, You also set yourself free, and you will see that on the other side of expectations is where all the fun is, all the possibilities. And I'm going to offer you a fun little exercise you can do to start letting go of expectations, something you can try with a friend or a family member if you're not currently dating. So let's dive into it. When we speak about expectations, there is a concept within life coaching that can be very useful to know and that we call the manual. The manual is like if you imagine having a big book where all your expectations to how another person should behave in different situations is written down. What is a partner supposed to do on my birthday? How are they supposed to react when they meet my friends? What are they supposed to say and do if I offer them to do a service? And what is special about the manual is that we all have different manuals for the people in our life. And they, of course, have other manuals for us. And we never share what's in the manual because we believe it's only normal what we expect. This is how it's supposed to be when you're a couple, for instance. We don't even think of the possibility that maybe we don't have exactly the same opinion. So why would we even share? Everybody agrees on how to behave on our partner's birthday, right? And another thing that's special about the manual is that if the other person doesn't comply to the secret rules of the manual, we get really disappointed and we might conclude that there is something wrong. Maybe this other person doesn't even love us. If it was me, then I would have done this. I would have done that. This is how you do when you love someone. If he doesn't do that, it must mean he doesn't love me, or he doesn't respect me, or he doesn't care about me. So basically what is happening is that we have our own ideas about how another person is supposed to behave, 
And often we don't even tell them what that is. And if they don't comply with that idea, then we make it mean something like, he doesn't care about me. Which is, of course, a thought that feels painful. We create suffering for ourselves. And this other person sometimes has no clue what's going on. So this is a concept of the manual, a secret book of expectations. How someone is supposed to behave in all different kinds of situations. And where, if they don't, we make it mean something typically negative. We all have manuals for the people in our life. Family members, friends, our partner, our colleagues, and even situations. We can have a manual for how a date is supposed to go, how a job interview is supposed to be, or how our life was supposed to be now. And we also have manuals for ourselves, how we think we should behave in different situations because this is how one does, or this is where I should be by now. And it should be clear that this can cause us problems, but I'm going to explain the reasons why anyway. First of all, we create unnecessary suffering for ourselves if we have expectations that are unspoken to a partner, for instance, and we make it mean something negative about the relationship if our partner doesn't comply with it. Because what if they see it in a completely different way? They don't agree with the rule in our manual. They have another manual in which the rules are very different. And the fact that they don't comply with our manual, that has nothing to do with their feelings for us or their commitment in the relationship. Secondly, the next thing that happens when we have a manual is that the expectations turn into demands. We demand things from our partner. And this is why you might be surprised when I tell you, we can't demand anything from a partner. We can't make another grown-up human being do something if they don't want to do it. We can request it from them, we can let them know that it would mean the world to us if they did that, but we cannot demand anything from another person, unless of course it's an employee, someone where they have a contractual obligation to obey you. Everything that happens within a relationship and in a dating context, it has to come from willingness, wanting to do something, whether it's because we want to ourselves or we want to do it because we know it's important to the other person. So I am totally guilty of having had the idea that I should demand things from a partner, that it was actually really important as a woman to demand things from a man. Otherwise, I would not be standing up for my rights as a woman. It would almost make me a bit anti-feminist if I didn't demand things from a man. And the problem with that is that if you get it your way and the guy obeys to the demand, it doesn't even feel good because it's like he is the student and you are the teacher. Or you're the mom telling him what to do. So the energy shifts between you. And you know he only did this thing because you demanded it from him. And let me just add in here, this is a big attraction killer. No masculine man wants to be told what to do from his partner. So then you might ask yourself, should I not have any expectations at all? And what should I then do if a man that I'm dating or in a relationship with doesn't show up in a way that works for me? And how does letting go of expectations even fit in when having criteria for what kind of partner I'm looking for? So if you're in a relationship and the man doesn't show up in the way you want him to, let's say you are organizing a special dinner with your friends and he's supposed to be there. He's known about it for a while and only a few days ago he told you that he might have to work late and so he maybe cannot join after all. 
Now, maybe this could make you feel really disappointed because you think he's supposed to be present that evening. And the fact that he just now told you that he might not be able to join makes you think that he could have organized his time better if he really wanted to. Maybe he just doesn't want to come. Maybe he's less committed than you. Then you want to get clear with yourself first why you have this expectation and what you would make it mean if it doesn't meet the expectation. And then, of course, challenge that. Ask yourself if that is really true. And then you can let him know, not that you are disappointed, but the other way around, that it would mean a lot to you if he can find a way to join and you really would love his company on that evening. Because you can always have an expectation and then decide not to be attached to it and still make a request to your partner. You always want to make requests from respect and in a way that makes him feel motivated to do it, not in a way that makes him feel wrong if he doesn't. And then you want to be ready to accept if he doesn't do it and not let it mean anything negative about your relationship. And when it comes to dating, you definitely should have a clear idea of the partner you're looking for. And if a man that you've been dating for a while turns out not to be that person, then you want to let him go. The same goes for the case where he's just not showing up consistently or not being reliable, so all the general green flags, we could say. Now, if you had used a manual on him, the answer would not be to let him go, but to try to push him into being that person. Try to make him comply with your ideal partner criteria instead of just accepting that this is not possible and letting him go. So the difference is here that every time we cling on to the manual, we do it from a starting point of wanting to control the other person, wanting them to comply with our idea of how they should be. And that never works. So in dating, letting go of the manual would be letting someone go if they're not the person you're looking for. And in a relationship, that would mean ask with kindness and respect for what you want, but don't be attached to it. Don't make it mean something negative if your expectation is not met. The third issue is that when we have a ton of expectations in our head, there's a risk that we constantly judge our partner. We compare him to the list of expectations to see whether he complies or not. We measure him according to a secret measure stick. And that in itself puts us in a superior position. Like he's going to do an exam and we get to decide if he passes. So that is in itself a problem. But what is even more sad about it is the fourth issue, which is that we miss out on really experiencing who the other person is in himself. It's when we let go of all our ideas of what he's supposed to do and say that we can open up to seeing what he actually does and says. And if that feels strange or not according to our manual, instead of judging and becoming disappointed and making it mean a million different painful things, what we can do instead is just get curious. Like, I wonder why he says that. I wonder why he did that. What is his reasoning? Where is he coming from? What was his thought? And then you get a chance to get to know him on a deeper level. So it might not come as a surprise to you that I am not a big fan of this idea of having a list of needs that we want a partner to meet. This idea that we make a list of needs that he must take care of if we're going to be happy and then he does the same and then we exchange the lists. I believe that as a starting point it's always best to know your needs and be able to take care of them yourself. And then almost everything you do with a partner is based on willingness. 
matching wants and desires and not demands and expectations. In reality, there is very few things that we need and a lot that we desire and want. And a lot of the things we tell ourselves are needs, they are in reality a desire and there is more than one way to meet that. Now, this doesn't mean you shouldn't care about what you want and if a new partner can offer that to you. Part of getting to know a new partner is that you find out if his normal way of being, the person he is and how he interacts with you, is compatible with what you want and desire. For instance, is he naturally someone who likes to talk a lot and you feel more connected when you communicate a lot? Or is he someone who naturally likes to cuddle and hold your hand all the time? And for you, this kind of physical contact is something that makes you feel loved and connected. Then you know that his natural way of interacting with you will be compatible with your wants and desires. But if you really like to hold hands and the man you are dating doesn't, but he matches you in so many other ways, you might want to ask yourself why you want the hand-holding and if you can get that desire fulfilled in other ways. Like, for instance, if you feel connected when you hold his hand and you feel more loved, then what could be some other ways to feel loved and connected? Maybe it's in your communication, the eye contact, a hug, a smile, or something else. So now we're going to take a look at why it's so freeing to scrap the manual. And of course, when you see the negative consequences of having expectations and being attached to them, you already know some of the upsides of letting them go. Letting go of expectations basically means allowing the other person to fully be who they are. Letting them act according to what is natural to them and not measure this up to what you think is the right way of doing things. This in itself is actually an act of respect. Respecting that we are all different and being open to the fact that we cannot always know the reason people act like they do. So if they don't comply with our expectations, we still get to be open and curious about their motivation instead of assuming that we know their motivation and we feel disappointed with them. So every time we let go of expecting someone to do something, we get to see their true self. We get to know them better. We set them free to be themselves. And we also set ourselves free because in a way, our own expectations are as much a limitation for ourselves as they are for others. And how can that be, you might ask yourself. So I remember back in the days when I had this idea that I have to have demands to a man. I also felt that it was a burden for myself because if he didn't comply, then I was obliged to correct him or tell him how to do things. I was obliged to make him comply with the manual. So the expectations were as much expectations to myself to react when they were not met. Because otherwise, I wouldn't be standing up for my rights as a modern woman, would I? Now, can we even let go of expectations completely? So I honestly don't think we can, but we can let go of being attached to our expectations. And what does that look like? It looks like, for instance, gaining awareness of our expectations and then reminding ourselves that it's just an idea in our head. It's just a rule in the secret manual. So now I'm going to offer you a fun little exercise that you can use exactly to let go of the attachment to expectations. And you can do this whether you are dating or not. You have to start by choosing a person in your life, someone near and dear to you. And then think of a situation or an event that you have coming up with this person, whether it's a social gathering or a family reunion or 
a dinner or something else. And if you're dating, then choose either a man that you already know and think of your next date or something else in the future, or just think of an imaginary man that you're going on a date with. Now sit down and write out exactly how you want this event to go and what you want the other person to say and do. And you can write something like between a half and one full page. Put all the details in. What does he say to begin with? How does he look at you? What will you do together that he comes up with? Does he give you compliments? Does he look like he really enjoys the time with you? Does he say something about a next date? Does he ask you a lot of questions and what do you answer? And how does he react to your answers? Think of all of it and write out your ideal situation. What would you love for this person to say and do? You get to decide your dream date. And then when you're done with that, then ask yourself, why do you want them to say and do this? What will you make that mean? And how will that make you feel? So now you have awareness of your expectations and why you have these expectations. And then you want to rip the paper to pieces. Yes, I know it sounds a bit crazy, but this has a symbolic meaning. You free yourself from the expectations of how things are supposed to go. You let go of them like that. And now be open to the fact that anything can happen. Maybe something that's even better than what you had the imagination to come up with. So this is what I wanted to share about expectations today, and I hope you found it useful. And as you know, I offer free consult calls of 45 minutes to anyone who's curious about working with me. So if you find this podcast useful, you might want to consider booking a call because then there's a good chance that you will find my coaching even more useful. So just go to the link in the show notes and book a call and I will be happy to talk to you. Thank you for listening and have a beautiful week. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast and you want to get support from a coach on your love journey, I invite you to book a free console call with me. You will find the link in the show notes. And also, don't forget to subscribe and I would love it if you would rate and review this podcast and then you'll also help other women find it. 